0: What is going on everybody? My name is Phil. Welcome to episode two of the Filet Don't Play podcast, where I, Phil, talk about Philly sports. Episode two today is just about the Eagles. It'll be in three separate sections. About One, one will be the draft grades, two will be the lineups, uh, like skill positions and how they match up, uh, the Eagles skill positions, how they match up against the rest of the NFC East. And then part three will just be NFL season way too early predictions. It's like the draft grades will be way too late draft grades and uh, the season predictions will be the way too early season predictions if we even have it. So, um, first of all, today is Friday, May 29th. So, that's good. So, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So... The Eagles had the 21st overall pick in the um, in the draft this year. One thing they really needed was wide receivers to, of course, sound there, uh, surround their franchise quarterback uh, Carson Wentz, which they severely lacked last year. And they almost, and I mean, they they almost lost their division because of it. But they were able to pull it pull it through. But I mean, if they had wide receivers in the playoffs last year, who knows what what would have happened. So in the first round with the 21st pick, the Philadelphia Eagles took Jalen Rager, a wide receiver out of TCU. I'm going to give that a B- because they did address a need. Like They adre- they needed a wide receiver with a lot of speed. They got a wide receiver with a lot of speed. However, they could have traded down and gotten that same person just and gotten more value to go along with it. Um, and also, of course, I wish everyone, I, along with every Eagles fan, wish they had traded up, um, to the Falcons pick to get C.D. Lamb, and he fell to our division rival Dallas Cowboys, which, um, ticked, ticked me off a lot. Um, anyway, yeah, he gets a B-minus. I think it's not a bad pick, but I think just trading it would have been better, Like. I feel like trading a pick is never a bad idea. So that would, um, that would be good, but it's all right. <laughs> um, with the 53rd overall pick in the second round, the Eagles took Jalen Hurts, a quarterback, a quarterback in the second round when we had a 27-year-old franchise quarterback. Like, I have no idea what was going through the minds of, Doug Peterson and, um, and, uh, Howie Roseman, everyone, like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it, get it at all. Like it makes virtually no sense to me. I like, I, I need somebody to explain it to me because Wentz isn't going to not play. Just, there was so much other talent about available that we totally could have used and and like people are saying, Oh, he could be like a Taysom Hill role. No, he can't though. He's a quarterback. He's not he's not like that. So yeah, I get that um to grade that pick, it's an F. That's an F. You failed. That's a failed, failed pick right there. Could have could add Denzel Mims if we were going in the receiver direction. That would have been fine. We could add AJ Epineza. Would have been fine. Wouldn't have cared. Um, but yeah, they took Hurts, which was terrible. So yeah, that's an F. In the third round, they took um, they took a linebacker, Davion Taylor. It's definitely an A pick. They needed a linebacker, and um, yeah, it was great. No no complaints there. Just I mean, we'll keep going back to like, what is that third round linebacker? What if I took? What if we took a linebacker in the second round? That that would probably be a better linebacker than the than the third round. But whatever. Can't can't live in the past. Um so yeah, that pick gets an eight. Taylor's very fast. Will definitely help against Zeke Elliott and uh, Saquon Barkley uh over the course of this season. So right, that's a great pick. Um so with our fourth fourth round pick we took a safety, Kayvon Wallace. Great pick. We needed a safety. Uh giving an an A minus, um, only because the 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 one thing I didn't really like as much was um, the fact that he's not a big cover guy. He can't really cover um, receivers, which is really really what the Eagles needed um, coming into uh, just going into next season. They just really need. Really need cover guys, and he's not really one of them. But on the other side, he is really fast, and so he can. Yeah, he could blitz. He, I think he's good against the run, so it's pretty good. I think it's I think it's a pretty good pick. um Eagles had two fourth round selections. Uh, with their other one, they took an offensive lineman, Jack Driscoll. I'm giving that a B plus because there was a lot of other talent available at that point. But um, once again, like I'm not, I'm never gonna get mad if when your team is drafting, if they um, if they address a need, like if they address a need, they need li- they need linemen. Like our offensive linemen are getting older every day, and it's it's what they needed. So Jack Driscoll is a B plus pick because you know it wasn't wasn't uh wasn't the best. Most talented available, but still addressing a need. The fifth round, the Eagles took John Hightower, another receiver. Um, he he gets an A. Just we're going with the speed, and yeah, I think Roseman nailed it. Um, first first few night first night he was doing terrible, but later in the draft he really started to wake up and really nail his selections a lot better. Um, now, right when I say that. Uh, Moving on to the sixth round, Eagles took uh a linebacker, Sean Bradley. That's a B because he's good, like good and once again addressing a need. But there was there was more talent on the board than, than Sean Bradley, the hometown temple kid. But um yeah, like it's not I don't think it's I don't think that's that great a pick, but it's addressing a need, so it gets a B. Um Eagles actually had three six round picks, so the second was uh second of the six round picks was another wide receiver, Quez Watkins. I'm giving it a B plus because he wasn't I mean, we needed other positions. We had we had all um, we had kind of addressed the um the wide receiver um the wide receiver scenario, so it's like it's it's like we have the Eagles as a team has holes other than wide receiver and there are wide receivers that really tend to come out of nowhere sometimes um but that doesn't really happen with a lot of other position players so yeah it's um not really the best pick but um so their last sixth round pick was um i think in the fifth round they had two fifth round picks originally and then they traded it They traded down to the um, 40... Or, no, sorry. They had four six-round picks originally. um, And they traded one to San Francisco. Um, In return, they got Marquise Goodwin. And, like, they just basically swapped picks. Or, wait, no. So, they did have three originally. So, they just basically swapped picks. Um, But, uh, in addition, they got another receiver, Marquise Goodwin. Which, I mean, now Carson Wentz, like... He's got his guys, which I applaud um, Roseman for going out and get getting them. But with that, with that third um, sixth round selection, the Eagles took Prince Tego Winogo. I that's an A. I mean, I do not understand how he slid that far. He was original. He's a oh sorry, he's an offensive lineman from Auburn. Um, He's he was originally projected to be a first to second round pick, but I think teams just they passed on him because he's kind of an injury risk. Um, which I will take all day. I mean he is he was like a really good talent in this draft and the fact that he slid down to the um the sixth round was just crazy. So I'm glad the Eagles were able to nab him then. Um and their seventh round, their last pick, was this guy, Casey Tuhill um, out of Stanford, I think. That gets an A pick because I mean the Eagles Uh they need some edge rushing. They need to they need to get pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Um so that's that's a good pick. I don't know I don't know if he'll be that good, but I guess we'll find out. So next I'm gonna be talking about how the um just going over the Eagles lineup real quick and just how how does it rank with the NFC East and will it be like good versus good versus bad basically? What's what what's a win matchup, what's what's kind of a a loss matchup. So I'll start out on offense. Um the offensive line as a whole is good. So they have what, Kelsey, uh Dillard, they might get they might get Peters back it's good, like, oh, yeah, say as well. Um, the offensive line's good. However, they have their work cut out for them, um, playing playing Washington twice. Uh, Washington, of course, got Chase Young second overall in the draft. So I mean, that's a that's a tough task. Um, it will be pretty hard for Eagle, the Eagles offensive line to protect Carson Wentz, so um it's definitely, it's definitely worrisome. They, as I said earlier, they went out and got two offensive linemen, but I don't know if they're really gonna play as much. Um, of course, I could be wrong, but yeah, I I don't, I just don't really know about the line. It's a it's a big question mark. There's a question mark at left tackle if if Jason Peters is gonna come back for another year, or is or are they really handing that spot to protect to protect. Wentz's blind side to a second year got second year unproven guy, Andre Dillard. Um, yeah, it's just a big question mark. Um with quarterback Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is, I think, easily the best quarterback in the NFC East. He is better than Dak Prescott. I don't even think that should be a debate. Um, so yeah, I think the Eagles are really set in the quarterback position for the next at least five years. Um so, okay, next I'm going to go with running back. So the Eagles actually very, very recently went out and um, and made an offer for Devontae Freeman. But I'm, I'm kind of against that because the thing about running backs is they can there are totally some that can come out of nowhere. And, of course, Miles Sanders, uh, Miles San- or, well, he didn't really come out of nowhere because the Eagles did trade up to get him uh in the prior um a prior draft so he's good um and he was uh he wasn't like i think he's ready to make that step to be a very very good running back this year but they also got a little guy the little guy boston scott was just little and fast and he was key in um our push for the The Eagles pushed to the playoffs when everybody counted us out. So running back situation, I really don't think I'm not in popular belief. I really don't think the Eagles have to go out and get any talent uh, at that particular position. So now now about the wide receivers is boy, is that is that ever addressed? I mean, they went out and got wide receivers both in the draft um, and in the draft. Um, they didn't really go go as hard in free agency as I might uh, I might have liked. I I kind of wish they gave they gave an, a trade offer for Hopkins, who ended up going um, going to the Cardinals for nothing. So they didn't really go in free agency, but that spot was really addressed in the draft with that trade for um, for uh, uh, what's his name uh, Marquise Goodwin. And of course Jalen Ragard, Quez Watkins, uh, uh John Hightower, all these guys. So I think I think from the wide receiver position, I mean of course they're not as good as Dallas, who has like Michael Gallup, C D Lamb, um, Amari Cooper. But, you know, they're 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 good enough for government work, as my um my uh, seventh grade science teacher would say. <laughs> um so at as for the tight ends, great. Tight ends are great. One of the best two tight end combos in football with Dallas Goddard and um, and uh, Zach Ertz. I mean, it's a great pairing right there. The Zach Ertz, uh, Jason Kelsey quotes Zach Ertz can't block. He's he's not as good at that, at that, but they can both catch. They're very very good one two punch. One of the best, one of the best in the league. So. They're just, I think that's that's a great, uh, they match up great against the rest of the NFC East. So now for, um. so right, I got the offensive line, I got the quarterback, I got running back, tight end, receiver. So, okay, now I'm going to switch to defense, defensive line. So our defensive line has been always, um, has been always great. We went out and got Javon Hargrave. And we already had Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, and we're getting Malik Jackson back this year, who tore his ACL last year, I think it was, and was out for the year. Defensive front, Eagles' defensive front is always—I feel like it's always good. Like they always tend to stop the run, and this—it's so critical that the Eagles' uh, defensive front is good, and it always is. Like. Other than that one run last year, the Eagles shut down Saquon Barkley. Ezekiel Elliott, not not as much. He did a little bit better since the um, Cowboys have a bit better of an offensive line. But, yeah, the Eagles have a great run stuff. They are more than prepared for Saquon Barkley on the Giants and um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott on the Cowboys. So defensive front is good. Linebackers, as I said earlier they um they went out and got linebackers in the draft but i still i mean that doesn't mean anything like these guys are unproven um davion taylor he's good but like there's always there's always in the back of your head you're always thinking oh well could he be a bust could yeah, are you sure like you can't really depend on these guys and other than like nathan jerry who um it's really it's really not not a really good situation there but hopefully hopefully they can figure something out there so like it'll it this is major for both stopping the run trying to trying to deal with like Evan Engram and um and uh what's the guy from the Cowboys Blake Jarwin uh i mean you can't let those let those tight ends roam free and it's definitely part of this run stuff too Um, so, yeah, right, I got the defensive front, I got the linebackers, now I'm just gonna go with, uh, corner and safety, um, so at corner, they, the Eagles, they tried, they tried to, um, they tried to address, uh, their situation there, they got, they went out and got Darius Slay, um, one of the best, at the time, corners in the game, so I think, yeah, um, uh, and they went out and got Nickel Roby Coleman, uh, who was a great, uh, great acquisition uh, from the Eagles in free agency. So it was, yeah. The the Eagles are not they're not set to contain uh, like a receiving core like Dallas, but they're they're a little more prepared than they were say last year, where all they had was Avante Maddox, Craven LeBlanc you know, so kind of people who aren't as good like that. At safety, the Eagles are actually a little better. they I mean, they've always had uh Rodney McLeod, who's great, love McLeod. Um now they have uh now they have uh Kayvon Wallace um and they actually moved the former cornerback Jalen Mills uh over to safety. Of course, not as good because uh, Malcolm Jenkins left, but um, we did not have the money to pay him, so I guess it's all right. Um, safety, I—it's weird. I'm not as pessimistic on this. Like um, safety, I think I think we'll be all right um, in terms of containing runs. I mean, it's still a really big question mark on containing receiving cores, but I guess we'll have to find out um okay thank you very much uh that was that was my position uh how how the skill positions match up with the rest of the n f c east so i'm gonna uh close out the this podcast with just a little fun i like to have just making uh season predictions At the end of the year i'll probably look back on them and think of what a clown i was um so okay first the n f c east I got the Eagles at uh winning it at 10 and 6. Call me biased, but I think I think they can pull it out. Cowboys, I don't think it's their year yet. I think I think they'll probably go 8 and 8. Um and I think the both the Redskins and the Giants will finish 5 and 5 and 11 respectively. Um I just the, the Redskins defensive front is like easily a lot better than the Eagles, but Haskins is a big question mark and um for the Giants they just got so many holes to fill everywhere so I don't see them winning more than 5 games even though they have some talent some some places so for the NFC West I have the Seahawks winning that at 11 and 5 Russell Wilson will carry the squad there um uh next I have like uh for that division I have uh the 49ers at 10 and 6 coming in second um They'll probably they'll probably nab the wild card spot, uh, one wild card spot there. Uh, then I have the Rams coming in at nine and seven. Um, the Jared Goff isn't really that good, uh, and they lost a lot of key a um, lot of key players like John Sullivan, Andrew Whitworth. Um, really not not as good as they were back in 2019. Um, so next the NFC. Oh yeah, right. And to finish that off, the Cardinals, yeah, they have DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray and still Larry Fitzgerald. But uh their defense and offensive line are both not adequate. So, I don't see them going um I don't see them finishing anywhere near the playoffs. I have them going 6 and 10. Uh so next for the NFC South, the I have the Saints uh winning it at 11 and 5. Um Think like Drew Brees and Michael Thomas, although he doesn't like to be criticized, I think he will win this. Um yeah, I'm just avoiding criticism of Michael Thomas. He might start blowing uh blowing me up on social media. Uh I have the Bucks, then at nine and seven, Tampa Bray. Uh Tampa Bay. Yes, they have a lot of skill position. Their offensive line's kind of shaky. I know they went out and got uh Tristan Wirfs, possibly the best uh Oh, offensive lineman in the draft, but they got a lot of holes on defense, so so I don't know, like Brady Gronk, Evans, and Godwin. Sounds scary, but just the defense it's a big question mark. Um I then have the Falcons going eight and eight. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones I think are just the last last people there that, that were decent that remember of when they choked the 28 to 30 lead, um, they just, all the, all their good players are getting old now. So, um, yeah, I don't see them going better than eight and eight. Um, and then last the Panthers, I don't think CMC all the, I love, I love McCaffrey, but I, 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 I see them going at four and 12. So next, uh, last for the NFC, the NFC North, the Packers winning that in 11 and five, um, then the Vikings will probably nab another wild card spot at ten and six. Um, the Bears then at eight and eight, and last the Lions, probably coming last for and uh, three and thirteen. Uh, and the AFC, uh, now switching over to the AFC, the AFC East. Um, so I think the Bills will win that with eleven. 11- going 11 and 5 with all their new weapons they got um Stefan Diggs to help out Josh Allen which is very essential for them um and yeah their trenches are great their defense is great I think 11 and 5 is very I think I think they'll go 11 and 5 Patriots will probably go 9 and 7 or no actually yeah I wrote down I wrote down 9 and 7 I can change that to seven and nine. So actually, Patriots will come in third. I think the Dolphins will. Dolphins will go eight and eight. Um, only reason I say that is Tua. I think is gonna be good. He's gonna be back for the season, and they got a great coach in B- Brian Flores. So I think yeah, I think this Dolphins will come in second. Um, and then Patriots after that will be seven and nine. Jared Stidham is not. He's not that good. I think. What the Patriots will do is just go seven and nine and trade up for um, the number one pick and Trevor Lawrence in twenty twenty. That is a nightmare to think about, but um, yeah, it's, I feel like that'll happen. Uh, and then, and then I have the Jets going six and ten. Darnold's good, I love him, but they're really the rest of that team really isn't. And there's only so much he can do. Um, so moving on to the AFC West, I say the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champions, uh, go 12 and four. Um, yeah, they're just, they're just incredible all, all around defense. I mean, their defense has some holes, but overall, I mean, Mahomes is just great. Tyreek Hill, great. And they, they went out and got a running back, uh, at 32 overall, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, so, I mean, they're just, their offense will just be explosive. Uh, next, I have the Broncos. This is weird. Like, this is a bit of a hot take. I have the Broncos going 10-6. and six. They got Drew Locke um, at QB, who is definitely a question mark. But Elway, uh, their GM, John Elway, just gave him weapons. Like, Jerry Judy uh, got, gave him a tackle. I just I think I think they go 10 and 6. Um I think they're my they're one of my sleeper teams. So, yeah, I, um next I have the Chargers. I have them going 9 and 7. Um they I think Herbert will actually be able to since they have a good defense and a pretty good offensive line, I think Herbert will be able to utilize that and like he'll use like Keenan Allen um and they have a bunch of other. They have a bunch of other weapons. Um. So now and last, I have the Raiders going five and eleven. They need. They need a quarterback. I don't think their Carr's really the answer. And they went They had a million first round picks and they picked Henry Ruggs, like the fourth best receiver in the draft, as the best receiver, uh, as, as and he was the first receiver taken. So, I don't really know about the Raiders this year. Uh, next I got the. T- uh, AFC South, I have the Titans winning that. Ryan Tannenbeast. Um, we'll just, I mean, Derrick Henry is just unstoppable, and they have a great O line. Um, I yeah, I really think this isn't a great division, but I think the Titans will come out on top, um, on ten and six. Uh, the Texans then are next at nine and seven, lost a very very big weapon in um, DeAndre Hopkins. But they still have Deshaun Watson, uh and but their offensive line is not as good. They um so yeah, they need to fix that. Um but uh I will say this right now. Will Fuller the fifth, one of their wide receivers, will have a breakout year in twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Um so yeah, then next I have the Colts going eight and eight. Um I mean Philip Rivers is forty. He's not he's not good enough to really he's not prime Phillip Rivers. So he's I don't think I don't think they go better than eight and eight. I know they got weapons, but still I just don't like him that much. Uh Jaguars next. I got um at five and eleven. I love Minshew. He's got the he's got the mustache of the century, but I still uh yeah, they're only winning five games. Um so last I got the AFC North. Ravens, they go thirteen and three. Um Ravens yeah, Ravens go thirteen and three. They're just um they're just like there is no hole in their team. Like there's nothing wrong with the Ravens. They got they went out and got JK Domins to get uh for for a running back in the in the second round. Possibly the best running back in the draft. So, yeah, he's just the Ravens. They're there's really not flawed at all. Uh, next, I got the Steelers going ten and six. Roethlisberger's kind of old, but I feel like Tomlin just will get them to where they want to be, um, to the best place they can be at ten and six. Um, next, I have the Browns going nine and seven. Uh, they're really they got a lot of weapons. They got a lot, but I don't... I really don't believe in Baker Mayfield, honestly. I don't... With with the Steelers and the Ravens both in that division, I just don't... I don't like it that much. Um, and last, I got the Bengals going 3-13. and Joe Burrow and T. Higgins are in for it. They're just... I mean, they're going to get eaten alive. Burrow's going to get thrown to the Wolves. He's not... He's not good enough to really... Um, to really play well his first year um i'm rooting for him though i i hope he does i just this is what i think um so let me know what you guys think um i think it's going to be a good year for the eagles but might not start on time because of this virus we're just counting down till september uh 13th i think is week one against the uh redskins so yeah um Let me know what you guys think about what I'm saying, my stupid, Uh, do I sound bad, (laughs) whatever. Um, Yeah, and I'll see you next time on the Filet Don't Play podcast. All right, have a good one. Stay safe.